There are two very important parts of our gospel today. The first about husband and wife. The real key is in the Lord saying they're joined now to become one, one in flesh. Our society today is totally opposed to that. They say today, well, you can live together for as long as you're happy. Then you can be separated. You can be divorced. It's okay. But the church teaches that once you're married, that's it. But then we come to the whole idea of annulments. What's an annulment? It's basically saying that there was no marriage in the first place. There were conditions surrounding that first union that wasn't holy. It wasn't sacramental. Therefore, the marriage didn't exist in the eyes of God and the church. But that is not stepping away from the reality of who we should be. Marriage is not easy. It's a journey, as in any journey that we have. It takes work. It takes listening to one another. And that is not always an easy task, is it? He also talks about celibacy. Because celibacy is just another marriage. It's a marriage between an individual person and God. Priests are celibate. That means they don't get married. But all of us, by our baptism, are called to chastity. And that's an important step within the life of both these occupations, these vocations. To love one another within the confines of their love for their union of the, of the two is so important. It's caring for one another and inviting God to be a part of that union. Because without God, it will break apart. We need to have that unity with God because he will bless that union. He will give everything possible to help that union to exist. But it takes participation on the part of both individuals to really make that work. That's why the church in many ways says it's important that both parties be of the same faith. Because having different faiths can cause division. I've only witnessed one occasion where it really bolstered both the husband and wife. The husband was Catholic, the wife was another church. But they would go to mass first, and then they would go to her church. The children went to both Sunday school and to catechism. If you think you've got it bad. <laughs> to recognize the importance of faith in our lives. And it's true of celibacy as well. Because it's a marriage between the individual, the priest, and Christ. We were told in the, se in the seminary, you better love God. Because if you don't love God, you're dividing half of the prospect of who you can be. That's true in marriage. It's true in, as a celibate. You have to have a relationship with the other. Then the second half, which I think is so powerful, 
All the people are bringing their children to see Jesus. The disciples say, oh, we don't want a bunch of bratty kids around the Lord. But Jesus says, stop it. Let them come to me. Unless you become like this little child, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoa. They must have been thinking, what are you saying? Because children were at such a low status in society that they really didn't mean anything. And here's the Lord saying, no, they're important. If you want to be entering the kingdom of God, you have to be like these children. That is one of the wonderful things about priesthood. And every priest will tell you this. Kids love coming up and grabbing the priest. There's some kind of a connection there. And unfortunately, since things have happened in the church, most priests have to step back. I hate that. Because if love is being shown, it's the most important part of who we are as people of faith. To love as Christ loved. There's many things that I did in my early priesthood that I would not be able to do today. I remember going on camping trips with the high school students when I was a chaplain. I even went to a few kegers. <laughs> but it was so important for those kids because that was the first time they were able to talk to a priest and feel comfortable. I wasn't drinking. <laughs> but they felt openness. It was amazing how they opened their hearts to me when I was with them. To truly care for one another as children care for one another. It's, it's wonderful to watch. They can get mad at their closest friend, but an hour later, they're playing again. We need to be like that. We have to forgive because they're so willing to forgive. Because friendship means more than being angry. And we can remain angry. But the Lord is there with us. He'll say, it's okay. Give it away, and I'll be there to help you. Let us be like little children. Openness to the love of God. The gift of grace that he offers to us and truly love one another as he loves us.